you know, the goal of Monday shows are just to make us all even just if it's like half percentage better. I feel like we've like made progress on this podcast. And every Monday, my therapist friend Leah comes on and we just talk about something with mental health or bettering your lives. And today your topic is going to help you kind of figure out why are you the way that you are? And it's all because of what we call unconscious influences. I had to write down to get it right. Uh, what does that mean, though? We'll break it down on today's show. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yeah, what's up? How are you? Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. This is a daily podcast that I do with my mom. Today, the 12th of June, we have three principles on this show. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. My gosh, there's nothing worse than getting the best gift ever after you give somebody the worst gift ever. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. there's two types of people. You're there like, a, there's, I, don't think, I don't think there's anywhere in between. You know what I mean? No one's like, oh, you're you're a mediocre gift giver. You're either a good gift giver or you're a bad gift giver. Yeah. And I would say 80% of the time I'm a bad gift giver. I just for some reason is as creative this brain can get when it comes to content for podcasts and radio shows and everything else. I am so bad at gifts. It's just it's just not my my strong suit. That's why really I just stop giving them because if I feel like a generic gift is almost just as bad as a as no gift at all. You well, know. I think you have done some very thoughtful gift giving. In your, name one good gift I've given you. You can't life. remember one thing. Remember when you gave Shannon that whole koala bear experience? Oh yeah, and then she was cheating on me during that. <laughs> <laughs> you so, said that I. That didn't. was the last time I tried to give a good gift. You said that I. Didn't. Uh, yeah, that was wild. That was so wild. Uh, I don't know if y'all remember that or not, but I gave my ex-wife for her one of her birthdays a koala petting experience. She loved koalas. And I found out that at the San Diego Zoo, you could actually do like a koala experience where you got to like hold a koala. You didn't actually get to hold the koala, but like you held a bear, like a, a stuffed animal that was the, um, uh, uh, like the koala like sat on the stuffed animal. You held the stuffed animal, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, it, you got to go see like the behind the scenes and everything. It was like, it's $800 or something like that. And yeah, that's an awesome I, gift. That's a great gift. That's what I'm saying. 80, 20 percent of the time, I'm really good, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole time she that's when she was actually having an affair, so it's fine. That's why I just, like, like, uh, just get back yes because anyway. then, you, then you won't feel bad anyway. Uh, so uh, I'm I'm not a good gift giver for some reason. Like unless there's something I'm really really excited about mm-hmm. giving people, I'm just not good. I'm not good at like sitting there and being like, okay, let's see what's gonna be meaningful. Unless there's something that I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna be so. And I don't even get excited about giving people gifts because I'm just like, like I don't know. It's just not my love language. I just don't. Anyway, here's the point. Jess's thirtieth birthday rolled around, right? Mm-hmm. And I gave her a um. Uh, uh, well, well, she was going to the Taylor Swift concert, right? right. And so that was the week before her birthday. Right. And I was like, I'm going to Venmo her $100 mm-hmm. so that she can go. Because she was talking about wanting to go buy merch and everything, getting there early. She can go buy merch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to Venmo her 100 bucks and so she can go She can go buy some merch. Mm-hmm. It's it's fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fine, right? That's like, it's nice. an okay gift. 
it's it's fine. Like it's nothing <laughs> that you're ever going to remember. Jess though gives honest to God the world's best gift. And here's the problem: is she always goes second because our birthdays are like ten days apart, right? right. So I always go, and like I usually, I'll, honestly, usually I'll just send her money because I and, and like money in relation to something that she wants to go do, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I bought her a Harry Potter wand right before she went to Universal. Right. That was. That was good. Yeah. Uh, and then I, uh, so I was, she won Taylor Swift. I was like, I'm gonna, I want to give her some money to go enjoy that. She's going to be stressed out about money. Mm-hmm. They mowed her a hundred bucks. I'd go buy some merch and it's fine. Y'all, I literally on Thursday after the show, um, I was, uh, it was actually like the very last hour of the, of the Thursday show. Jess goes, do you want your birthday gift? And I was like, okay. It was kind of weird because I'd been back for a couple of days and I was like, Sure. I mean, whatever. <laughs> and so she comes to the main studio and she gives it to me and I open it up. And y'all, this woman had a freaking Kiki embroidered sweatshirt. Sweetest that thing she gave me. Ever. Like like the nicest things. Y'all know I've been struggling, right? And, and by the way, I bawled all the way home, by the way. Like mm-hmm. I bawled, I cried. Not only that, but one of my, another one of my coworkers gave me a picture of um of Kiki that I had, I was a picture of my Instagram. I'm sure you've seen it. If you follow me where I'm like kissing Kiki on the forehead and she had printed it up for me for some reason. I got on both in the same day. It doesn't matter. Here's the point. Like most thoughtful gift ever, right? Mm-hmm. Like the most thoughtful gift ever. This thing, you know, she like, I'm sure she like really thought about it. And then she was like, what can I do? And then she probably went and did some research. And then she got me this sweatshirt and it's Kiki. In case you didn't see it on my Insta story, it's Kiki and it's like embroidered, a picture of her embroidered on my, like around my heart, I guess, where it would be. Mm-hmm. And then it has a sleeve on it and or on the sleeve, the left-hand sleeve, it has, uh, it says Kiki and it has a, a halo and some wings around her name. And I'm like, that's the sweetest thing ever. <laughs> I, every year. Every year, that's how it goes for our birthdays. Every, <laughs> the most thoughtful friggin' gift. I'm trying to remember a couple of years ago what what I gave her. It was something just generic as hell. I don't remember what it was. And she ended up giving me this like custom made certified mama's boy um, like little post plaque, I guess it was. Mm-hmm. And where when you held your phone up to it, it started playing Certified Mama's Boy. I'm like, that is so good. I'm sure I probably Venmoed her a hundred bucks then too or something. Like I'm sure it was nothing that was like of any type of importance whatsoever. Uh, so, but Jess, yeah, but I Jess mean, enjoys giving gifts and and she loves thinking about it and planning it. I mean, people either do or don't. I'm not very good at it either. I think well, Mm-mm. okay. I'll I'll be honest with your gift giving. Hmm. Your gift giving is generous, but random. <laughs> because I can Does that never make sense? Figure, yes, because I can yeah. never decide what to do. Yeah, like my mom's been asking me for for two months now what I want for my fortieth birthday. And I'm still not quite sure. I said just wait till there's something I really want. I'll let you know what it is. Right. I and honestly, have you? God, no, still not yet. Right. Probably by forty one, I'll figure it out. But until then. I just want, I want to be able to like reserve that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I put that in my reserves, you know? <laughs> so you did, you sent me a plant, which I thought was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, a little, uh, bamboo, mm-hmm. which I think was really nice, mm-hmm. but it was just, it's just random, right? right? Like there's no real reason for the bamboo. Ex- it just, except just, that bamboo is a token of good luck and prosperity. Sure. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> you know, uh, but I, I wouldn't say it's the most thoughtful, no. emotionally evoking no. gift. No, 
right? Right. But it was, but it was, but you, but you give plentiful. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Like once a month, if it's, if a month goes by, I don't have a gift for my mom. It's shocking, <laughs> right? Yeah. I love to send got, little, I love to send little love tokens, like things that I just see and I go, oh, that makes me yeah. think of Stephen. I'm going to send him that. But there's nothing. There's nothing worse. It's the and you. I'm sure you've probably been probably been in a situation like this before, like where it's been like a holiday or something, and you're going to exchange gifts with your partner or something, and all of a sudden, you know, you pull out that random sweater you saw on the way out of J.C. Penney, you know, like oh shit, I gotta get something, and they pull out like your mother's passed away and she found a audio, he found an audio recording of her voice and was able to have it AI generated into like a head of her, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it's like what. what? I know. What? I know. That happens to me most often, honestly, with um, gifts from Margot. Your friend Margot? That's my mom's best friend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of random. I mean, usually I can, um, for my birthday, Christmas, I can expect a really nice, nice book, you know? Right. Um, But then two Christmases. You give her... Give, you give her like one of those um, uh, Russell Stover's <laughs> multi-pack no, no, no. chocolates. No, no, no. This past Christmas I gave her, which I didn't give her until April because I didn't see her and I couldn't ship it. I gave her a charcuterie board and yeah. uh, a wire basket that I found at an antique store. She loved both of those. But, okay. but one year I gave her a book and somehow she had connected with a friend that had all this wonderful metal serving ware. Oh, God. And she gave me, I'm not kidding, <laughs> at least six or eight pieces of <laughs> gorgeous serving ware. And I yeah. think I gave her a gift book, like a coffee book. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I just feel like that's just, it's just such a tricky <laughs> thing. And I feel bad. I'm like, maybe I should like go do something else for Jess because oh, I feel like hers is well, way better than mine every year. I think we should place a dollar value on things though. it's not dollar value it's, it's not dollar value. Yeah, i don't even i don't know you're that saying it's so i'm not thoughtful. exactly yeah i'm not even sure that the, the gift she gave me even cost a hundred dollars yeah. right like i don't know yeah 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 but maybe it probably did but yeah. like it's more of like she literally like spoke to my soul mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i i went on my venmo and hit 100 and sent it. you know what i mean like it's just <laughs> and she took the time to send them the photograph and do the design. Yeah, exactly. All Picking out yeah. the right pictures. I want this. Yeah. I want like, proof. And I, I, I literally hit 100 and, and, and it's in. And that's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is what we're going to do. It's actually because some of y'all are really thoughtful on gifts. What we're, and, and remind me of this. I always forget. Like the next holiday Jess and I will spend together will be uh, Christmas. Mm-hmm. So we're in like November. <laughs> all of us are going to get together mm-hmm. and we're going to we're all going to like like huddle up as a group mm-hmm. and we're all going to say like okay this is the greatest gift for gift just forever you know because mm-hmm. i feel like you guys are probably way better at gifts than i am Ooh, so that'll be the plan. oh yeah i'm sure there's great ideas out there ma we need to mention really quick this too because if you've noticed over the last couple of weeks and it's not that this is like we've been trying to hide this um but honestly, I haven't really been quite sure what to say on the topic because, you know, me and my sister were, uh, weren't speaking for a while. And if you've been listening to the podcast the last couple of weeks, you've known that uh, between my brother and my sister and I, we've kind of come to a better 
better speaking terms mm-hmm. and uh, things have been actually really good. And I've been nervous to, to bring anything up about my sister because I have a way of overstepping the boundary sometimes mm-hmm. with her uh, and what's happening with her and her life. And so mm-hmm. uh, my sister's nickname, by the way, is your Maggie. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of bleeds over into real life too. But uh, she, <laughs> I never want to like overstep boundaries. So I asked my mom, I was like, well, in the, this is why, like if you've noticed my mom hasn't been recording some shows in real time, mm-hmm. it's because honestly, this is what she'll do. I'll get a text like, like, 30 seconds before we record the day show. And it's like, Oh, by the way, can't record Thursday, Friday this week going. And that's like, you know, right. when It's like Wednesday when we record, you know, Thursday show. So I'm going to be gone. I'm going to be in anyway. Um, but do you want to explain why you've been kind of absent? We've had to record out of order for the yeah, last couple of weeks. Sure. Well, Maggie and John are moving to Knoxville in July into yeah. their, their first house, the first house they purchased. And um, he has a job at UT Medical, and he's very excited about it. And they're planning their, you know, they've got an older house built in the 60s, and they want to do some remodeling, and they want to do several things before they move in. So I've been working with her to help her arrange that. And she, she can do a lot remotely, but, you know, every now and again, she has to go and and between her work schedule and trying to make all those meetings with fencing people, contractors, whatever, it's been challenging. So sometimes, you know, it'll be like, the, it will be like the day before. But honestly, the last time I knew it beforehand, but you were still on vacation. And I thought, I'm not talking about work in any way, shape, or form until he comes home. <laughs> well, then by the time you came here and we recorded, on that first day, I guess, Wednesday, I I had forgotten that I wouldn't be there on the following day. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's just totally throwing <laughs> everything off. I forgotten that like, I hadn't talked to you about it. I was like, whoops. Which is fine. But it's just, I, 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 haven't been, I haven't been mentioning that you've been traveling back and forth because I'm like, I don't know if I should say anything. I'm not sure if it's private, <laughs> not or public. So, we've just yeah. kind of been hush hush and kind of recording things out of order. And, and probably will continue to do that for the next, you know, until t- t- things get settled up there. Right. Um, how are you feeling about that is the question. Oh, I'm having a ball. Are you kidding? I mean, this yeah. is what I used to do in one part of my life. And, you know, even though I don't know all the trends. And but but how are to, but how are you really doing with all this? How am I really doing? What you mean with her yeah. moving? Yeah. Oh, no, I don't like it. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't like it, but at least she's on the East Coast. I feel the same way I do about you. I mean. Y'all, let me tell you a story real quick. Let me tell you a story. My sister moved to California for, what, two years? Mm-hmm. And I, y- y'all would have, you would have thought, uh, my, no, nobody did well in, in that whole move. I'm honestly, I'm nervous for Maggie, but nobody did well with that move between my, my mom, my dad, and my sister. Nobody did well with that mm-hmm. move. You guys, and, and I worry about this a little bit because you were so worried about her mm-hmm. being so far away. Now, Knoxville, how far is Knoxville from where you live? Three hours. Yeah, three hours by car. So, uh, and so miles. that's, wait. That's way easier than than California, oh, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. But are you are you thinking are you going to are on either side? Mm-hmm. How are we feeling this is gonna go this time around? Because I feel like California did not go well for anybody involved in that situation. Well, California didn't go well because of the situation with the guy she was with. Well, but still, you guys, oh my gosh, I remember with the day the day you called me, or mm-hmm. maybe dad told me or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Maggie's moving to California. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, you're so worried about her. Mm-hmm. And she was like 27 or something. It wasn't like she was a baby. Was, you know, this is a full ass adult. I'm like, I live in Phoenix right now or something. Like, y'all don't ever worry about me whatsoever. <laughs> I don't know. She's going to be so far away. Like, what are we going to do? Well, what are we going to say? You know, I'm not even sure. You always worry more about girls than boys. I mean, is that true? Yeah. I mean, you do. Do you, you think most I parents do. would agree with that? I do. Mm hmm. And I think if you've most got, parents like, I know would agree with that for sure. Yeah. Why Why is that though? Well, because I think that, you know, guys just aren't as vulnerable to, you know, criminals and rapists and, <laughs> you know, yeah. all that kind of thing as <laughs> women. A, they're not. That's a, that's, a, that's a big stretch, but okay. <laughs> I'm just saying I we know, went from but like, you know what I'm saying. Was that your biggest concern that she was going to get you? You know what I mean? Like you, when you're out alone, you, you're certainly at risk, but not so much as a as a female. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's just different. It's just different. There's a lot Is that, more risk. Honestly, let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. Like, do you feel, and we can talk to, we can talk, because we, we have people of all ages listen to this show. Yeah. All, and this is what I love about Sarah Mama's Boy. It's not like the radio show where I've got like pe- people pretty much pegged right. with with this show, we have people from God eighteen to seventy to listen to this show, right. seventy five, right. and so every per- per- perspective is going to be different. No, 80. Like, do you, you feel- have an eighty year old, eighty more? Who's eighty? Mm-hmm. Who's eighty? Ida. Oh yeah, Ida. Yeah, That's right. She doesn't matter. Ida might be your oldest listener, yeah. right? What about Aunt Charlene? Who's, how, how old is Aunt Charlene? She's seventy nine. How about that? Mm-hmm. Holding up the upper end. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you agree that parents? are more nervous, like in your family alone, it could be the same thing. Like you could have moved away and maybe your, your, your brother moved away, your sister. Like, like, do you feel like your parent, my parents didn't give a shit when I left. Y'all couldn't have cared one damn what? bit. Y'all like, okay, bye. Is that true? No, that y'all, is but y'all not. Y'all were like worried about me. Were you? Cause well, if you did, I didn't feel it. No, not worried. Like we were about Maggie. No, absolutely not. Which is just, and you say it's because she's a girl, you were more worried about her than I you were worried so, about me. I think so, but I will tell you that the most I ever worried about you was in college when you were working for that Savannah station at night. Yeah. I hated that so much. I don't think I've ever prayed so hard for you. I hated the thought of you being out and there what, on that you I-16. About? Is that what it is? Was that the, uh, the I think so. Statesboro to Savannah, Savannah, I think is 16. Yeah. Yes. Four or 16, something 16, like that. 16, you didn't get off until what, midnight? And you'd be out there at one or two in the morning <laughs> by yourself on that dark road? Yeah, no, I hated that so much. Yeah. Yes, I worried about that even more than I worried about Maggie being in California. Truth I want to talk to... You really did. You really you, you didn't really say much about oh, it. Uh, you said a couple times. Well, I knew you didn't like it, but what am I going to say? I mean, I, I was a full grown man at nineteen, were a full whatever. Grown man, and that was, a, and it was I had a everything great, figured out, and it was a great opportunity the for things, you. It's the things you don't mention to me until it's too late. That's like, right. don't marry your ex wife. Well, she'll she'll cheat on you right when you give her a koala for a present. You know, it's like <laughs> if I world. had said to you. Stephen, I don't want you to take that job in Savannah because it's too scary out there. Oh, uh, I never talked to you again. We, we wouldn't talk I-16. for a decade. <laughs> no, you would have said, Mom, you're crazy. And you would have done it yeah. anyway. So, and probably, yeah. probably 100%. You would have. Uh, let's talk about that. On the certified fans page, I do wonder like, do, do parents treat boys and girls different when it comes to things like that? Like, do, do you think that your parents worry more about the female counterparts in your family than the male p- counterparts? Because I've just always noticed with your Maggie, it's always like, and I don't know if that's normal. Mm-hmm. 
or if that's just our family. So you can call, you can text. We'll talk about the certified fans page as well. 888-Kramer8. And now we get to our quote for today. It's from Jean-Jacques Rousseau. Patience is bitter, but its fruit is sweet. Now, when I read that, a couple of things come across my mind. That it's very difficult to be patient, to, to wait for anything, right? Sure. But oftentimes when you wait, once something happens, it's really nice. Like even think about kids waiting for Christmas, okay? Yeah. I mean, it's so hard and you just can't wait. You're counting down the days, the minutes, the hours. But then, on a, you know, this is on a simplistic level, but then when, it's, when it comes, it's so exciting. Yeah. But oh yeah. Then uh, the other thing I think about is <laughs> now Christmas rolls around. And you're an adult. You're like, oh my god, what? No, it's like, oh god, the presents, the, the what am I food? doing? What have I got? I've got <laughs> yeah. so much to do. Yeah. Um, but I also think of it in terms of relationships. Yeah. You know that it's really hard if you're troubled in a relationship to sort of suck it up, not suck it up, but to just work through it. Yeah. You know, it takes a lot of work and a lot of time. But if you put in the work, the fruit is sweet. Mm. And the same thing it, with raising children. You know, you can you know, lose patience <laughs> with our takes kids. Some. It only takes them 30, 40 years. Finally, when they get to 40, they finally start to <laughs> settle down well, a little bit. Well, you know, when, when kids are little, though, we lose patience with them, and we yell, and we scream, and, and we squelch their little spirits. And, you know, and we can just learn to be patient and breathe and, you know, take time out and count to 10 and, and just be kinder. The, the whole scenario could change. At, at what age do you feel like raising kids get easy or easier? Nah. 30? <laughs> Still waiting. 30? <laughs> really? Even 20s is hard? They're all moving to California. Oh, yeah. 20s are crazy. <laughs> yeah, you're still trying to figure it out. You're moving around. You're finishing college. You're trying so you, to figure you still, it out. You, what, when do you think – do you worry more about your kids when they get older when they're younger? We talked a lot about like worrying about your kids, but like uh, – It's different. You, it's different. Oh. That's a different kind that's, of worry. That's so stressful. That makes me so stressed. Is it just a different kind of worry? I don't know that it's worry, but yeah, it's worry. Yeah. Yeah, you worry about different things. Um, I yeah, listen, a lot of people come to me, and this is what I always have to explain to young radio DJs, and it's getting harder and harder to explain this. And I don't I don't even know if I fully believe it anymore because <laughs> it's just a very hard industry. Um, but it really is like coming back to the quote, like it really is all about like waiting it out. Mm-hmm. Like we always think that we have our, the timeline on our hands. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we always think that we're in control. Yep. And if y'all want to take God, we'll, we'll put, we'll put God into this because mm-hmm. God gets good ratings. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Hope so. He, well, <laughs> as he should, mm-hmm. um, he or she, as um, God should, as God should, mm-hmm. he, she, mm-hmm. um, we, you know, there's so many things that you want, you want, you want, you want, you want. I just want it to be different. I just want it to be different. I just want it to be this. I want, I want this job. And I, like I explained to ra- you, you know, run young radio DJs when they're getting into the business. They're like, well, I'm an intern. I just want to have my own show. I just want to be on the air. How long is it going to take? I feel like it's taking mm-hmm. forever. 
And I'm like, you just got to wait it out. And eventually it clicks. That's what I told Jess, you know, poor Jess was an intern or, you know, worked part-time for seven years. Mm-hmm. I worked part-time. I worked for free for four years and part-time for three or four years after that until I finally get my first full-time job. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did. But I'm glad that I, I'm glad that I stuck it out. And you may actually argue the same thing about a relationship. Some of y'all have done this for a long time. Mm-hmm. You may also argue that waiting it out in a relationship could also be very beneficial at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, you hit those hard spots and you, you know, we obviously didn't, you know, she got the koala and she was out. She's like, what else are they here for me? <laughs> anyway, it's a good quote to think about. A good way to start your Monday. Mm-hmm. Today's podcast is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Great way to start your day. I cannot imagine starting my day without Athletic Greens. It's got 70, what it is, it's a powder you take every morning. And you put it in water, you stir it up, and then you drink it. It's really easy. Uh, and it gives you like everything that you need for the day. And it's got 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adapt probiotics and adaptogens. Start your day out right. It's clearly a Monday show. <laughs> um, I started taking it, though, because it, it was for my gut health. And I was a little clogged up, if you know what I mean. And things have honestly been running great. Honestly, like. Not that we, not, we're here to talk about my bowels today, but it's true. Like I just – I don't really – my, my whole body just runs better when I take it. And it will for you too. Mm-hmm. That's why I want you to try it out for a month, see how it makes you feel. Yeah, well, No matter what you're – you know, the thing you're thinking about, you're like, oh, man, I need – you know, my gut health is wrong, or my nervous system or my immune system, my energy, my recovery, my focus, my aging – any of those things you're trying to work on, AG1 has got a solution for you. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Also today on the podcast is our friends at Paired. Paired's a great app for anybody that's in a relationship. And I hope you will try this. Again, it's, it's free. It's free to try. And what if... What if by trying this app, you found that even let's say, let's just say, because again, this is for, this is for couples, people in relationships. Let's just say that this, this thing of connecting, let's say that it gives you five minutes of of like pure connection with your partner every single day. Wouldn't that be worth it? Like to have a way to like Mm -hmm. deepen, like, like, do you do that every day? Honestly, and I'm not talking about sitting on the couch or watching Netflix like, what are you doing every day to like deepen your relationship with your partner? That's what Paired is all about. Paired is an app that you download and you, your partner downloads it and you pair them together. And then every day they send you quizzes or games or questions to have fun and stay connected and deepen your conversations with your partner. You can learn all kinds of things like you wouldn't feel like I guarantee you when's the last, you, I guess you can do this manually if you want to. I'll give you some of the questions they're asking, but no one's doing this kind of stuff. Like what makes you feel lucky to be in, in your relationship? Like, do you, like, how would you answer that? And wouldn't it feel so good to see your partner answer this? And maybe it's because I'm words of affirmation. I would, I would just melt, you know, if every day I'm like, I'm getting these things from my partner mm-hmm. telling me how loved I am. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool concept. And I want you to try it out for yourself and see what you think. It's not always so serious. There's games and there's just ways to just connect with your partner but the fun thing is because you guys have your apps paired together is you don't see their answers until they answer them or you you don't see yeah until you answer right so you guys can't see each other answer until you know okay you gotta uh if you've been on a couple dates or you've been you know together for a long time doesn't matter it's time to lighten the mood and have fun with your partner using paired head to paired.com slash kramer to get a seven day free trial and 25 percent off if you sign up for the subscription afterwards head to p-a-i-r-e-d.com slash kramer and let me give you a heads up if you're looking for a way to help the podcast if you just go to that website 
that's going to help us. So P-A-I-R-E-D.com slash Kramer and sign up today. Connect with your partner every day using Paired. Happier relationship starts here. All right. Certified fans, what's going on? Thank you so much for your support of our show. Really appreciate it. Uh, this is like the part of the podcast where we come on. You know how they always think they're frequent flyers, you know, on planes if you go on trips. I always <laughs> laugh when that happens because I'm always like, this is basically what I'm doing for certified <laughs> fans. Uh, this is your host coming to you live from the <laughs> – <laughs> from the podcast studio, okay, in my bedroom. Right. Uh, I just want to say thank you for <laughs> supporting our show. We know there's a lot of choices you have in podcasts, and we appreciate you for being here. <laughs> we do this because every you know our podcast is about seventy percent supported by fans' contributions. So if we don't have fans con- contributing, we don't have people for the podcast going to pay for it. So uh, what we, we every month we try to get three new people, and we've had zero this month. We had. One last month. Uh, so anyway, if you if you're a fan of our show and you want to support, we could really. This is like this is it. This is it because July is going to look a little bit different if we don't get this money. Um, <laughs> if you can text the word fans F A N S to eight 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 Kramer eight text fans to eight 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 Kramer eight, then you can uh, you can support our show since we have nobody new though. Again, since it is. Fan driven. We like to I say fan, but listener driven. What do you want to call it? Uh, we spin the wheel of certified fans when we don't have somebody new. Because if you do join, you get some perks as well as uh, you get a show dedication, right? And when we don't have anybody new, we spin our wheel. And today's certified fans, 279. 279. 279. 279 dropped out. So okay. we will go to 276. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, did I say 279 or something? Wait, you what said did I 279. Say? I think I said the wrong number. Oh. Uh, well, let's just go to 276. Okay. <laughs> 296. 296 is what we're going to go with today. Two, I don't even know what I said. 276 or 296? 296. 296. I think I meant to say 297, but it, oh. it's anyway. Hmm. Today, we're going to make it 296. Okay. okay. Hello. It's. <laughs> It's Monday. Rich, Rich M. Rich M is our certified fan. Okay. And Rich has been with us for a minute now. He's from Arizona. He knows me from the Camel Country days. Okay. And uh, big fan of Rich because Rich is a big fan of me. He's just <laughs> always been a super supportive person when it comes to anything that I've done. From you know moving to California, he was there supporting me and uh, still does even when I'm in the podcast world or the radio show here. Rich, you're a good man. Thank you so much for your continued support. Really appreciate you. Let's give Rich a whoop whoop and dedicate this whole episode to Rich. Whoop whoop to Rich M. Thank you for your faithfulness for so long. So awesome. And you you can support us. Text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. And we need some people, so please do. All right, Mom, it's going to do for you today. I love you. (laughs) Okay, darling. Love you forever. All right, let's do Mental Health Monday. This is my friend Leah Aguirre, who is a therapist in San Diego. And Mondays, we come on here and we just talk about mental health. Uh, It's really just like 10 minutes or so of just bettering our lives with one simple thing. This podcast can be, you know, a bunch of nonsense some days, right? Like thrift shop friends. But Mondays, we just focus on uh, (laughs) bettering ourselves. We're going to talk about unconscious um, behaviors, right? Unconscious influences. Influences. There's the word uh and this is something actually i've been working on recently unconscious behaviors too 
we'll, we'll go with both behaviors and influences. This is gonna be a long mm-hmm. podcast title. Um, so I think that there, there's so many things and this is what Leah is gonna start breaking down for us today. And it's something I've been working with in my own personal therapy is like, like, why are we the way that we are? And the one thing that I'm working with right now with my therapist is, is jealousy. Like, why am I jealous? Like, where does that come from? Why is that in me? Um, I mean, obviously I've been through some, I've been through some shit with what you guys know. Cause everyone's like, well, well, you, you know, you, your wife, your wife had an affair. So like, maybe that's where it comes from. And I was like, no, cause I was kind of like this before too. So I don't, can't really put this all on there. That's for sure. Yeah. So the more we've been breaking this down, there's so many things. So that, many layers. Yeah. So many layers of you that are so interesting. Uh, so Leah, anyway, take it away. It's like an artichoke, right? Jesus. I would say. Or an yeah. onion, some may say. Or, or an onion. I like artichoke because it's a little bit better of a visual, visual, right? I, I agree. I'll go with it. So well, what I think what you're saying is there are like things that were that are obviously impacting us or that are o- more obvious to the eye as being something that wouldn't make us feel a certain way or or act a certain way or maybe like behave, right? Like right. in a way that like that's maybe inappropriate or like not helpful, like jealousy, right? But there are also a lot of unconscious influences and things that we're not so aware of impacting, like impacting our relationships and just our day-to-day stuff. Like our beliefs about like our deep rooted beliefs about ourselves and the world, like those usually are unconscious. Um, I, I feel like once you kind of sit down and really evaluate your thoughts and beliefs, you probably could figure it out. Like what are some of the underlying beliefs that make me feel jealous, for example. But it's so some of our some of our deeper beliefs like f- start forming when we're in like our early childhood, right? So it's one of those things where, yeah, you're jealous, but like maybe it's also, you know, started at an earlier age and some of the earlier experiences when you, I don't know, like whether it's bullying or whether it's even relationship with friends as a little kid that maybe played into this belief system and then kind of snowballed. You know, so over, like, give, give me, like, are you okay? So, question because we didn't talk about this. Yeah. Is this something that you're working on with clients currently, or do you? Yeah. Is this like a okay? Yeah. So, can you give me some? Because I know you guys can like share stories, just not names, but like, what's some things that you've re- like seen with clients? You know, through your work that you realize, oh my gosh, like that's that's what we're talking yeah. about. Because I think what can happen is you may hear some of these stories and be like, oh my god, that could be me too. I'll use my own, I'll just use my own example from like therapy is like this belief that something's wrong with me. And like, so there's something inherently like, and I could, you know, I've, it's one of those things I didn't really ever like think about it truly, but like, I was just like, something's wrong with me. Something's just not like this, just deep rooted belief that there's something inherent that makes me defective or different. When you say wrong, do you mean like, um, like socially wrong or like wrong? Like just you're sick, like something. No. Well, it's like, so we have these core beliefs and they're usually like very generalized. Right. So like something's wrong with me, something's inherently bad or just not right. Or like is making me, I don't know, like struggle in certain areas, but it's this belief. And so when I did my own work, with eye movement. So EMDR is eye movement desensitization reprocessing, which is a therapy I do as a therapist, but also did as a client more recently. It's looking at like the earliest time I can remember feeling that way or thinking that way. And there mm-hmm. was a memory that came up, like not came up, like meaning we, um, we recovered it, but like a memory that I thought of being in like, a, I think it was like Toys R Us with my mom and like having kind of intrusive, anxious thoughts and her getting frazzled and also me feeling kind of scared by the thoughts. It just felt very overwhelming. And that was like kind of a time I felt like, I think there might be something wrong with me. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's like one of those things where like, I don't That's think about it. that. I don't, it wasn't like a traumatic event, like right. something that felt significant, but clearly from like an earlier age, I had this belief in the making that I somehow through other experiences, it became more and more like rigid in my belief system and more right. and more like kind of like, like rooted into my belief about myself and my identity. And so that, I, you know, and I've mentioned here that I was really hard on myself and very self-critical. And a lot of it was because of this deep rooted belief about myself. So a lot of the time we have these beliefs that we're not super conscious of, or, or at least really fully understand, especially if we're like a lot, you know, I think the what's challenging for a lot of people is like, if you don't have like a quote unquote trauma, like something that was, that's is seemingly traumatic to most people. Sure we tend to minimize it or dismiss it. And we don't even have to call it trauma, but it could be impactful, right? Like it could be something that really impacted like um, our childhood, our relationship with our parents and family members. And it could be something that really does still impact us in an impactful way. So I think, I don't say the trouble, but I think what's hard is sometimes we dismiss some of those earlier experiences again, that might seem insignificant, but they actually have, have played a part in like how we think about ourselves well, in the world, right? That's so that's really a lot of the therapy that I've been focusing on recently has been that has been like this, you know, this inner child work and what you know, whatever you want to call it. But you would be shocked. <laughs> You'd be shocked how many things come up from your childhood that didn't seem and because like in your in your in what I've what I find myself battling with all the time is like my adult, my 40-year-old rational brain. Yeah. processing these things versus my how it must have felt as my 12 year old self you know yeah. makes sense mm-hmm. and so i'm like man like it, it doesn't i mean who cares, like, who cares right like with, with, at 40 i'm like oh if i got bullied as a kid um it doesn't really uh it doesn't who cares? like who cares? like the things i said were like not that big of a deal but like at yeah. 12 and that like was your whole world and your whole universe and a lot of the times it was super scary you know yeah. um and it'd well, be hurtful Especially with bullying, and I think we've talked about this, I think, before, like a while ago, but to fit in is so incredibly crucial for our development. Like that stage and like, you know, um, like childhood and, you know, early adolescence, especially, it's so important to feel like we're accepted and we fit in because it gives us a sense of safety, right? So if you, if that is compromised, it's incredibly scary and it's hard to cope with. And oftentimes, and we're getting better. I think we're just moving in a different direction where when families are being more like um, involved with like with bullying and the mental health implications when their kids bullied, we're, I think we're moving in a really good direction in that sense. However, I don't feel like, you know, for you and I, like, it's like, yeah, our parents might step in if they knew, but even so it's like, I don't think people recognize how significant that could be. Absolutely. And And how how many things I I don't, your self-esteem and self-worth. Well, I just don't know too, if, and this is the thing is like you, Honestly, until you start, and, and listen, I'm just now kind of tapping into this. And I was telling Leah what's so shocking. And the reason I'm glad we're doing this episode today is, you know, I've been in therapy since 2011. It's like my first like sit down therapy session, and no one's ever really gone back to childhood because I don't consider myself to have a very traumatic childhood, right? Yeah. I think yeah. if you if you if you walk, oh, I had a broken home, and my parents did this, or I got you know this happened to me, or whatever. Um, I would say there were definitely a couple of instances where I could say that was pretty traumatic, but like overall my life was pretty quote unquote 
fine, you like know? loving, like your mom's super loving. Uh, right, right, you know? And I, I think that's the thing too, right? So if you have like loving parents or parents that were involved, you're like, things are great, right? Sure. Because, and also I think when we know of all the atrocities in the world, we tend to minimize our own experiences, but right. it's like apples and oranges. So we're not Compared trying to, to somebody like, else. Totally. My childhood was great, but right. I think, man, I'm going to tell you this right now. And like, if you're, and I think this is probably a great way to start. And I don't know, I'm not a therapist, but Leah, you can, <laughs> you can say that this, and this may hopefully not be de- uh, detrimental to someone's mental health. But I think if you, cause this is where I found myself was like, why am I like this? Yeah. If you find yourself like, why am I like this? I think that's probably a great time to start like kind of delving into these unconscious yeah. situations, these influences that have happened throughout your, even if you're like, everything was fine in my childhood. But I think especially if things weren't good in your childhood, then it's an absolute like, holy shit, you've got to go and work on this kind of stuff. And, um, I, and I think people are very resistant still. I think there's still, it's, there's still a lot of stigma too with even talking about your past or like exploring your past and yeah. doing, doing the work. And I've actually had some clients that are, that have been pretty resistant to that. And that's my whole lens and how I conceptualize cases. And so sometimes they'll come to me and I'll like do what I do a pretty detailed history gathering at first. It's like informal, but I try to get a big, get context for what, what they're coming to me with. Cause right. they're not just that, you know, they're not just an individual. They're an individual yeah. with like a whole, like a whole life of experience. Sure. It's and, not just, I promise and, you right now, it's not totally just what's happening in your life right now. Yeah. So it's like, uh, I always sucks, to, by the way, I, I wish know. it was. And, it, and it's so many, it's, and it's, I, I respect clients if they're like, I don't want to work on the past and I'll, I'll, but I'll explain kind of, okay, like this is, we don't have to focus on that, but I had this feeling, I have this inkling that some of the stuff you're bringing to me now can relate to past. Sure. Yeah. Yep. And that's a good place to start. All right. This we're is Leah, a Geary. Well, we're in, Leah. Very nice. It's all, but it's only the beginning for somebody. <laughs> I really, honestly, let me say this really quick. I really hope that the reason that I do this, like we, we I really want to, and, and I thank you so much. I don't know if I tell you thank you enough for doing this is because I, if I, if we can just convince one person yeah. to like look down a different route or convince you that like your mental health is so important, then all of these weekend recordings will be worth it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because Lee and I record these on the weekend. So yeah, uh, it would all I seem agree. like it was worth it just to like get this message across. So thank you. I don't tell you enough. Thank you for doing this because it is really impactful, especially for those, you know, I'm very open to mental health. I know there's a lot of people that hopefully this influences to make it seem more normal, not so scary to talk about this kind of stuff. And maybe there's something, a little nugget, even if you take one little nugget away from at any episode we've done with Leah, then hopefully it's all, all been worth it, Leah. It's a, oh, I, I agree. Thank you for this opportunity to like, sure, you're very welcome. Thank you. Other people. No, but Thank truly you for working for free. <laughs> I like doing this cause I work individually. So it's nice to like know there's a broader reach and that we can have these conversations and people can maybe start to consider sure. their, their mental health. All right. If people want to get in touch with you, how do you, they do that? You can find me on Instagram at her true empowerment or my website at www.hertrueempowerment.com. I don't think I need to say www, but I, I don't just think so. Did. I think people, people understand it's, it's yeah. there. I think it's Worldwide just her web. Worldwide <laughs> web. <laughs> it's on the websites. People go get it. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's it for Monday's show. Thank you so much. We got a lot to talk about. Hopefully you had a good weekend. Uh, tomorrow's going to be a brand new Ask My Mom. We're going to do that. And then uh, we got a full week of Certified Mama's Boys. So thank you for continuing to hit play. And we'll do it again tomorrow. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever. 